What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Mind for Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about resistance, what resistance is, how resistance feeds into your sabotage, and how you can move through resistance to create real personal transformation inside of your life, inside of your relationships, your health and fitness, everything. And so first and foremost, I just want to start by talking about like what resistance is. So when we talk about resistance, a lot of you, oh, excuse me, just burped. Great start to the podcast. Uh, so a lot of you may think of resistance and you may think of like physics, you know, you might think of friction, you know, and so friction is essentially some sort of force that slows down the speed that an object can move at. It is quite literally the res the the force that moves in opposite of the applied force that causes it to slow down. And so resistance is just something that causes you to slow down in your growth, whether that be in your relationships, your health and fitness, your personal transformation, whatever it may be. By definition, resistance is the refusal to accept or comply with something. It's an attempt to prevent something by action or argument. I'm literally reading those definitions right now. But for me, resistance is just simply a lack of alignment. So again, using that example from physics, if I slide a block on a frictionless table, that block is going to move for infinity or at least as long as the table is long. It's just going to keep moving. And that's kind of what happens when you're in alignment with what you want to create in your life is you move very easily. Simply, you know, it, you can just kind of tap on a block on a frictionless surface and it'll move forever. And that's what being in alignment feels like is you just move. You move freely. But Resistance is unavoidable. It is inevitable that there's going to be resistance. And so the question becomes, what happens when resistance comes? Why does it come about? And like, how can we go about moving through that resistance? And that's what I want to talk about with you guys today. So first and foremost, I want to share the six forms of resistance. And I'll say this from the jump that all of these are going to sound at least a little bit familiar. At some point in your, in your life, you guys have encountered all six forms of these resistances. Sometimes they go hand in hand with one another. But there's going to be probably one that really is kind of painful to hear about. And then there will be two or three that may kind of kind of tickle you and rub you the wrong way. And I want you to pay special attention to those two or three and try to really hone in on whatever that one is that's painful to hear about. So here we go, form number one. And uh, I know that sometimes I come on podcasts and I kind of tell stories or I'll just kind of talk. This is one of those episodes that I really recommend you having like a pen and paper to be able to take notes because if you follow through on the actionable things that we talk about in today's episode, you can see substantial transformation in your life, for real. This is like very high level stuff that is super important. So if you're like listening on your morning or commute or something like that, that's totally cool. You don't have to shut it off by any means. Better to listen to it than to 
think, oh, I'll do it later and then not do it at all. But if you can manage to listen to this and take notes at the same time, that will be huge for you. So with that being said, let's dive into the six forms of resistance. Form number one is procrastination. Now you guys are familiar with procrastination. This essentially says, I'll do it later. I can't, I can't do it right now, so I'll do it later. Form number two is perfectionism. And again, you're probably familiar with perfectionism. Perfectionism is just a very extreme, specific type of procrastination. So perfectionists, they also say that they'll do it later, but they're saying, I'll do it later because right now I can't do it perfectly. This needs to be done right. And so they just keep putting off the finished product until they feel like it's perfect, which as we know, and my fellow perfectionists will resonate with this, Nothing will ever nothing you do will ever actually meet your expectations, particularly when your expectation is nothing short of perfect, because you are not capable of creating a perfect thing, despite the number of hundred percent that you may have gotten on spelling tests in elementary school, you are not capable of producing something that's perfect. And so this is just an extreme form of procrastination. The next is justification. So this is this sounds something like I can't do it because, right? So you have some sort of a reason. And so, you know, justification may be uh and this is like this is totally ass backwards, but I've actually heard this before. I've heard people say I can't go to the gym because I'm not in shape. Well, no shit. You're not in shape because you haven't been to the gym. And but like that is actually an actual justification. People are afraid of the judgment they may get if they go to the gym and they're not in shape to begin with. And so people try to get at get in shape, you know, at home doing some basic things, maybe making some tweaks to their nutrition or what have you. And not to say that you can't get in shape at home, but it's just kind of ridiculous. Like you could get in shape so much faster if you are willing to go to the gym. So it's a form of resistance justification. The next one is defiance. Defiance is going against trends, societal norms, and the right way of doing things for the sake of, of defiance. So it's not going against the grain. It's not like creating a blue ocean in a red ocean, if you guys are familiar with those terms. Uh, it's not just doing it for the sake of, or it's not just doing, it's not doing it, sorry, I'm getting confused. It's not defying the current norms for the sake of creating something new. It's defiance for the sake of defiance. So in that, in that regard, it's a form of resistance. So if you knew, for example, that there was a way of doing things that works 99% of the time and instead you just try this other thing that isn't proven to work just for the sake of it maybe working and for being different, um, that is defiance and that's possibly a form of resistance that you get to look into. The next one is the aha cycle. So this usually looks like education followed by half-ass implementation. So this is the person who 
reads all of the self-help books and buys self-help courses and watches all of the motivational videos and speeches on YouTube, but never actually does a damn thing in their own life. And they think, oh, well, if I just read the next self-help book or the next watch the next YouTube video or whatever it may be. And they just are in this constant cycle of consuming content and learning things, which gives you like a little bit of a dopamine hit. So you feel like you're accomplishing something, but you're never actually making any changes. You're never actually doing anything. So you're just in this aha cycle where you have that aha moment from, you know, reading a book and getting some new information, then not implementing anything, feeling like, you didn't get the results that you wanted because the book that you read was wrong or the YouTube video that you watched was wrong. And so you go and you seek out a new one and you're just in this constant cycle. And then the sixth one is avoidance. So this is kind of similar to procrastination, but you just straight up will not do what you need to do when it comes to avoidance. And so now I want to talk a little bit about your lower limits and your upper limits. And we talked about this last week when I made the episode about maximizing your potential. So this is kind of what I was talking about, but I didn't actually use this terminology. So when I talked about your floor, when I talked about the level of results that you're willing to tolerate, that's your lower limit, right? That is like holy shit, the world's ending, like I cannot possibly let things get any worse than this. That's your lower limit. And then your upper limit is your current potential based on the experiences that you've already had. And so what happens is we tend to operate somewhere between our lower and upper limits. We won't let ourselves go below our lower limit because you know, then we'd be putting ourselves in serious harm's way. And we also won't push through our ceilings a lot of time because we don't necessarily know what's going on. That's pushing us into the unknown, and that evokes a lot of fear. That is scary. That's going outside of our comfort zone. So if you're used to maybe being 10 pounds overweight, like maybe you won't let yourself get any worse than 20 pounds overweight. But if you were to actually get to your goal weight, you'd be like, holy shit, I don't know what's next. Like, I, I don't know what's next. And so what ends up happening, and this is what we see with yo-yo dieters, is you get to your goal weight and then you gain the weight back. And as much as that may or may not be a physiological problem and a problem with not implementing proper diet techniques, it's a lower limit, upper limit problem. And it's a resistance and sabotage problem more than anything. And so how does your upper limit and lower limit connect with those forms of resistance? So for the most part, your growth is going to be gradual and it won't take you to your upper limit very often. But if you start to implement the things that I'm talking about in this podcast, or if you were to join my free Facebook group, which I would highly recommend, um, I actually am creating this podcast based on a training that I did for my free Facebook community where I went way more in depth than I'm able to on this podcast about this topic. Uh, Or if you were to hire me for coaching, you may start to see results Uh, greater than any results you've ever experienced. You may start to see results much faster than you've ever experienced them, and it may quickly take you to your upper limit. 
And when you reach your upper limit, your resistance will always be triggered because we're entering the unknown, as I talked about before. And so when that happens, when resistance comes, you know, then we start to see your, your areas of sabotage. So how does the resistance actually trigger some sort of sabotage? And so really quickly, I want to wrap up today's podcast talking about how to rumble with your resistance. So like I said, one of those six forms of resistance really kind of was painful to hear about, was really kind of rubbed you the wrong way. That's probably your, your primary form of resistance. And so I talked about, you know, hitting your upper limit and experiencing a lot of success. That's probably the trigger, the trigger for you being success. And then you have your favorite form of resistance. So what comes up for you? Let's say maybe it was perfectionism, right? So perfectionism is your preferred form of resistance. And then you get to look at what your primary goal is and why can't you achieve it? So if we're talking about health and fitness, maybe your primary goal is to lose 20 pounds and you find yourself struggling to do that because you can't stick to your nutrition plan. That's important information. So we know that perfectionism is your primary form of resistance and we know that you can't stick to your diet plan, which is causing you not to be able to achieve your goals. So what is your preferred form? tool of sabotage? What does perfectionism cause you to do that you can't follow your diet plan? So maybe in the context of this example we're talking about, this may look like uh, being absolutely neurotic about weighing out your food to the point where if you don't have it right to the single gram, you'll literally just throw food out. Or maybe if you don't hit your macronutrients to the specific number that your coach gave you, you just decide to say, fuck it, the whole day is ruined, and you decide to like have some ice cream, stuff your face with brownies, and get a whole pizza because if you can't do it right, you might as well just not do it at all. And so you find yourself binging on the days that you're not able to be perfect. And so now... We at least have an understanding of what your resistance cycle looks like. So you start to experience some success. So maybe your goal is to lose 20 pounds and you lose those first 10. Great. You're starting to see results faster and better than you ever have before. Awesome. Well, that success triggers some form of resistance, which for you is perfectionism. Because you think, man... If I'm doing this well, just doing simple things, imagine if I started like being perfect in my execution. Then what does that look like in terms of not being able to follow your diet? Well, you start to get neurotic about weighing your food. You start to overanalyze your ability to hit the exact macronutrient targets that are set out for you. And if it can't be perfect, the day may as well just be ruined. And so you find yourself in a binging cycle. And of course, what does that end up doing? Not only does that ruin your health from the inside out, but you also end up gaining the weight back. And so you get to be right about the idea, you know, whatever belief it is that in reinforces this resistance in the first place, whether it be that you're not valid, you're not worthy, you're not lovable, any of those things, whatever that basic underlying belief is for you, which we've talked about in other podcast episodes 
whatever that is gets to reaffirm the resistance existing in the first place. And, you know, maybe if you had just been a little bit more perfect, things would have worked out. But because you're not perfect, because you're not worthy, you're not lovable and all those other things, you don't get to lose the weight. And so you stay stuck. And that's exactly how this cycle all works together. And that's why fixing your relationship with yourself and going through personal transformation is so key to this whole process, regardless of what your goals are. If you have goals inside your romantic relationships, inside your career or your job, inside your health and fitness, it all comes back to your relationship with yourself. And by reconstructing your relationship with yourself, you'll be able to move through resistance and you'll be able to start conquering your goals. But until you're able to change your upper and lower limits by reconstructing your relationship with yourself, you're going to stay stuck for a long time. So that's it for this episode, guys. I know that we kind of ended on a little bit of a downer note, but hopefully you're able to see that it's not so much depressing note that we're ending on, but rather it's a call to action. It's a call that there is an opportunity for you to get unstuck. It just takes you doing the work. But I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, this was the Thanksgiving episode. So I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Spend it with family. Eat some delicious food. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care.